you are listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. I've had people ask me what were some of my favorite affirmations and mantras, so I will share with you the ones I use on a regular basis. And I just know them so well, they just roll out of my mouth. When I first began, I guess, reestablishing my relationship with a higher power, I had been raised Christian, and um, when I had some adversity in my life, that caused uh, some angst. So I thought, all right, I'll start trying to pray again, but who am I praying to and what am I praying to? And according to my Christian beliefs, I would be praying, praying to God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And I thought, well, who do you pray to? You know, do I say, hi, dear God, dear Jesus, dear Holy Spirit, hey, yo, you three, hey. So anyway... I spent so, so much time, wasted time, I guess. I laugh at myself, figuring out, okay, how do I do this? You know, if I write it down, do I use red ink or blue ink or white paper or what? You know, it's instead of just getting to it. You know, don't you wish I'd like to meet the person who dreamed up Nike's logo? Just do it. How simple and how perfect is that? Anyway. As usual, I digress. So one of the ones that I use a lot of times is I talk to anybody who wants to help me. The way I approach it today is I am more than blessed and honored to have anybody on this side of the veil or the other side of the veil help me. So the way I do that is with this affirmation or mantra. I now allow all who stand in goodness and light to work with me on any and all levels. I allow all who stand in goodness and light to work with me on any and all levels. Now, I don't have to worry about whether it's the heavenly host or whether it's this spirit or that spirit or this uh, mystic or that mystic. It's like, look, if you're out for my good, please help me help me. That's people on this side and people who've crossed over. Another one is a prayer or a mantra that I just simply say, reveal to me what you would have me know about blah, 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 whatever the situation is. So let's say you're worried about, should I apply for a new job? It sure looks promising. I think I might want to work over there. So then you say, reveal to me what you would have me know about moving careers, moving, changing jobs. Leave it at that. Then go about your business. Remember the universe and spirituality, the other side, think of it as outer space if you have to. There is no time. Time is a man-made thing. We want it yesterday. We want it next week. Time is just part of the process. It's going to take what it's going to take. And so say that, reveal to me what you'd have me know about blah, blah, blah. Or reveal to me what you have me know about this person. And then hold on to your pants. Because you might get really shown 
And that might be immediate. Or it could be, oh gosh, I don't think they're ever going to answer me. And then as you're taking out the trash, you get this brilliant revelation. So let go of the expectation of time that just messes us up here on the earthly plane. Another really good one, when you feel very powerless, I say, do for me and do through me what I cannot do for myself. So I don't have problems with the word God or spirit or divine, you know, uh, creator. Some people do. Use whatever word is comfortable for you. So I would say, you know, please reveal to me what you'd have me know about so-and-so and do for me and do through me what I cannot do for myself. And then when you're praying for somebody else that you wish you could change or do something to help or you're in angst over what was happening in their life, do for so-and-so and do through so-and-so what he or she can't do for themselves. That's very, very powerful. Both of those, the reveal to me and the do for me. Both of those mantras were given to me by my guides. And uh, I know that they didn't come from me. It wasn't something I dreamed up. Because at the same time, I was kind of given these these um, affirmations these prayers, these mantras, whatever you want to call them. I knew at the same time they were being given to me that I thought, oh, these are good. These are a good idea. And I knew they weren't coming from inside of me, but being told to me. Now, that's a whole nother podcast, how how I discern that. Um, I wish I could tell you that it's, you know, very, very um, easy, but it isn't. So I'm going to save that for another podcast. And then one I always love because it's sometimes I get so busy trying to make something happen or striving to accomplish something or to do, to do, to do. I really have to watch doing and just be is I will say that which I seek, seeks me, knows me and claims me. Now, Gosh, what a relief that is, that I don't have to go find it and make it happen. Because much of my life has been, oh, just wait. I don't know. Wasted is not the proper word. One of my spiritual guides says there's no such thing as as wasting time. And, uh, of course, some days I like that when I'm doing nothing but watching, you know, Law and Order and Netflix. But um, the spiritual mentor used to say to me, you know, there's no such thing. And so he said, my God is a divine economist. There's not one minute of my life that's wasted. And that's true. It's true. So that which I seek. And sometimes that's such a relief because I I don't know exactly what direction I'm going in. I'm spinning around in 23 different directions. So it's like, what do I really want? What do I really need? What is it that I'm trying to accomplish here? What is it that's calling me? I need that clarified. So that which I seek, seeks me. It's out there. And the third party knows me. Oh, what a relief. 
I'm not even sure what I'm after, but it's after me, and it knows me, and it'll come claim me. Well, so I don't have to work quite as hard. That which I seek seeks me, knows me, and claims me. And one that I've used for probably 20, 30 years is I laugh and say I'm Irish. I am part Irish and part German, but my sisters and I laugh because we came from the potato famine in Ireland. Our relatives moved here because of the potato famine. So, you know, we were born with this DNA that enhances this principle of scarcity. There's not enough or there won't be enough or there, you know, all that. I fought that for years. That's probably why it didn't work because I was fighting it. So I finally gave into it and said, okay, I want this changed. Um, So I ran across this affirmation and I've kind of tailored it to uh, work for me. And it's all that is mine by divine right reaches me in the most perfect way and the most perfect timing. Now, sometimes I will specifies things like all the money that is mine by divine right reaches me in the most perfect way in the most perfect timing or all the peace I will that is mine by divine right all the uh, relationships that are mine by the divine right reaches me in the most perfect way in the most perfect timing all the good fortune all the abundance, all the whatever it is you can say, and the idea of it reaching me in the most perfect way and the most perfect timing. And I don't want what's yours. I want what is mine by divine right. That begs the question of whether you believe you are blessed or not. That's another podcast. Another one that is very, very useful, keeps me out of judgment. Which is, you know, I mean, I cut my teeth on righteous indignation and judgment. Good grief. We were spoon-fed that as children. This one is, I forgive the world. The world forgives me. I forgive myself. I forgive the world. The world forgives me. I forgive myself. That kind of covers it all. And one that I use a lot when... I'm feeling like an outcast or separated, apart from. I remind myself that there is no separation in divine mind. There is no separation in divine mind. Dr. Carl Jung used to speak of the collective unconscious, that there is a level that we all tap into that is a collective, a universal consciousness, and that it is not individualized or individuated, that it is universal. And the reason that you have a dream where you might be jumping off a cliff or or someone's chasing you or something that's universal, and I do too, it's because we tap into this realm of universal consciousness. So there are times when I think, I know if if that's true, then I can tap into any kind of information, any kind of 
universal feeling, universal goodness, universal peace. There is no separation in divine mind. My perspective on this changed when I was reading an old book you've heard me mention before by Florence Shin, The Game of Life and How to Play It. I had just been injured in a car wreck and had a broken humerus, which is not very humorous. And um, my body was pretty, you know, broken at the time. My spirit was too. And so she was just discussing this fact about no separation in divine mind and mentioned that when this creator looks down upon its creation, meaning me, it doesn't see brokenness. It doesn't see what we see as the flawed. It sees us in our divine state. Ponder that one. So I began looking at this broken arm and this broken body as not broken, denying that it was truly broken, that it was in its original divine state, and it had this appearance of brokenness. So my mind shifted, and I began treating that arm very differently than when I had on some level, had disdain for this body that broke, and it would show my weakness. Okay, let's see if I've forgotten. Oh, yeah, another one that I like to use is when you ever feel like you're kind of on the cusp of doing something greater or getting something finally accomplished. And Well, I have two that kind of apply to that. Out go the angels and in come the archangels. Out go the angels and in come the archangels. Another one I use is I've planted a seed, started a miracle. Something wonderful is happening to me now. I've planted a seed, started a miracle. Something wonderful is happening to me now. I use those a lot when I am uh, feel like I'm in a plateau and just about to think of some new creative project or some other facet. I've planted a tree, a seed, started a miracle. Something wonderful is happening to me now. Out go the angels and in come archangels. I now allow all who stand in goodness and light to work with me on any or all levels. There is no separation in divine mind. I forgive the world. The world forgives me. I forgive myself. All the money that is mine by divine right reaches me in the most perfect way and the most perfect timing. That which I seek, seeks me, knows me, and claims me. Do for me and through me what I cannot do for myself. And do for them and through them what they can't do for themselves. Reveal to me what you would have me know. Reveal to me what you would have me know about so-and-so. And lastly, the law of mental attraction now opens wide 
every channel of supply for me. I invite the powerful divine right action of the Creator God into my life and into my affairs now, and every need is met. I expect the best, and I experience the best. Thank you, God. Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist, where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.